Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? It's the man with the plan, Bert McGurk, a.k.a. Be all the king of hearts. And you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Clocking Out. We are doing a live Twitter Spaces. We have a very special guest stopping by today by the name of Tatiana. She's going to share some information on Hippo Tales. Tatiana, how you doing? I'm super, super happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us and coming by. Um, let us know a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell us who you are, what it is you do, and give us a little bit of information about your background as far as uh, NFTs and creating art. Yes, first of all, thank you for inviting me and I'm super happy to be here and uh, my background is a little bit um, different because I I'm live in Peru, so I'm a Latina <laughs> and I always love to create art, but for some reason I didn't have any art school here where, where I am and I just for follow my marketing and business part as a way to be independent, as a way to be free, as a way to keep motivating myself and educating myself. I never consider uh, like a, a person who la- loves to study and, and are maybe intelligent, but um, since I discovered how to create my own businesses, I start to read more and that helped me a lot to, to implement fast. So that was like a talent. And then uh, I was able to be an entrepreneur since I was 16 years old. And then my mom didn't understand what I was doing because all I was doing was only online. Uh, here, for example, in the Spanish community, we, we, we used to create when you are 15 years old, you organize a huge party. It's like a quinceañera party, right? When you... Uh, half your 15 years old and I didn't want that so I said to my mom mom can you please um, buy me a computer because I feel that I need a computer and my mom uh, got me a computer and that was the beginning of my uh, entrepreneurial journey so I was creating PDF I was starting with um, e-commerce and digital marketing for now like 13 years now so then the pandemic came and I decided to shift to things that I enjoyed the most because I I feel that this pandemic make us make all of us like um, maybe say I'm doing what I like what I love or no and in my case, I love to teach others, to create content, to share my progress with other people. And that's what I did. I decided to create content on TikTok, grow a following on TikTok, and then decided to come back to school for and study for a master's degree to become a teacher. So I kind of changed my career there. And hope I'm super lucky. In, I would say lucky because... Um, I know I, I was fortunate enough uh, to know the right people and 
a guy from my university saw my work so uh, that I had experience creating virtual events and virtual summits and also experience interviewing other people and he called me for a webinar so I jumped and did a webinar for free and then he called me again and again and again to do more paying teaching classes and that's where my teaching journey began. <laughs> then I just uh, I'm working as a higher education teacher now and I teach everything like um, I think a good teacher in this right moment is a teacher that are that, that implements not only teach concepts so that's why I, I was able to teach about marketing or digital marketing or how to use uh, collaborative tools or remote work for companies so I just teach that because I have like the background and the experience working with teams and that's what I, I'm doing right now I'm a teacher and also uh, this year I started my adventure as an artist because I gained a scholarship uh, for a creative workshop that Seth Godin created so I was able to you know, to explore my creative side. And he said, you need to create daily work. Show up every day. Like no matter what, show up. And if your work um, is not good, it doesn't matter. Just show up. Just, just do it, right? So that's... Exactly. Yeah, that's how I started to be. I, I, like actually Beck, who, who is here with, with us, uh, she was the first one to call me an artist. It was a brand new work for me because I never considered myself to be an artist because I don't have art background and also don't have any um, art studies or anything. I just follow tutorials online, um, maybe on domestica or Skillshare tutorials and I practice a lot. That's only what I do and it makes me happy to do it. And right now I have great collectors, great people around me, and I'm super happy to, to be here with this community. Thank you so much for sharing all that information. You have a really, really like good background as far as the amount of time that you've been putting in being a teacher to people and as well as putting in the work and learning how to use all these different programs. And for someone to actually ask for a computer um, for their quinceañera, ¿verdad? Like, and to, to use it in a productive way where someone else... I know if I would have asked for a computer, all I would be doing is like playing video games and stuff at it, especially at that age, you know? So the fact that you asked for a computer to use it in a productive way, and it's actually led you down this journey to put in so much time and effort to educate yourself and learn how to properly use these programs and how to make a business out of it as far as making it your career. That's that's a really good thing to, that's like a, that's a high accomplishment. Not a lot of people can say that, that they actually had this thing about doing something productively at such a young age you know so i i want to say congratulations for having so many things to have on your resume and to have so much experience um as you do yes and a lot of people need to know this um sometimes we, we i don't know why but we believe that we can achieve anything important in our life and because of the money or time or 
I don't, we don't have maybe studies or, ba- or a great background or a rich family or something like that. But in my case, I, my mom was single mom. Um, I all, all my life I was able to study because I had scholarships and otherwise I wouldn't be able to, to afford uh, to be in university at all. And also, uh, I'm here speaking English, so I don't speak English normally, but I force myself. Like, I'm, I need to practice, read everything, self-teaching myself how to speak English with theory, watching movies, music. A lot of people um, needs to um, self-teach your, yourself because when you don't have a teacher, when you don't have so- someone who can come and say, hey, I, I will make you the best, I don't know, English speaker, the best artist, the best teacher, you don't have uh, people like that knocking on your door and saying, hey, I have this huge opportunity, right? You need to go and take action. You need to go and practice every day, every day. And with my English, for example, is like that. I force myself to always participate in Twitter spaces, um, Discord lives, or type my writing uh, like every day. And I can do it in, in Spanish, like it's, it's also available. But I force myself to do it all, all the time in English. That way, I can keep improving. And the same, uh, the same technique I apply it with my art skills. I try to follow everything that comes to, my, to my, in my computer. I try to search and ask, and create connections with other people. I really like that, that you're using what you have at your disposal to do something productively and actually grow not only your skill set and what you know and educate yourself, but at the same time, grow networking and working with other people and being able to be the type of person that has the patience to teach other people. Because I know that's not easy also. That takes a lot of time and patience. But when you're doing what you love, like you really don't care repeating it over again and taking the time to go into detail and explain to people what it is A through Z. So I, I know that from the sound of it just listening to you it sounds like you have such a passion for what you do but what would you say came first would you say that it being that you never were called an artist before until peg um i believe was her name correct yes and so she mentioned it to you when would you say like would you say you're an artist in the sense or creator in the sense of the pieces that you make and was the computer the first time that you ever actually tried to do something creative like that or did you used to draw or any any other ideas before you got your hands on a computer and started working with programs what was like the first thing that sparked that idea or that that fuel for you to go and actually work on graphics and and designing and making content that's a great question actually i my my journey start in 2012, when I was able to get my first iPad, and it was again, uh, I asked my mom, hey mom, <laughs> she was like, hey mom, um, can you uh, help me get an iPad? And I remember I also was saving money for that, so we paid like half half and a half, <laughs> maybe, and I discovered like, oh my god, what I, if you go to my Instagram, and you go to the, the year 2013, you will see the kind of works that I was doing at that time. 
so I download Procreate. Everything was in English only. <laughs> now uh, we have a, a bunch of tutorials, but at that time it, it was like um, maybe not super new, but kind of new. So it was a, a little bit difficult to, to to find tutorials and to keep learning. So my journey started there. Then as I was working as an affiliate for digital marketing. Uh, a digital marketing product launch and the owner asked me to create a whiteboard animation and I just grabbed my, my pen and paper and decided to start drawing and create like a storytelling for that launch but I was doing it with only paper and a pen that's it and I record all the process and make it like in a speed velocity <laughs> and that was my animation and I discovered that I enjoyed the process. Like I was super happy every time I was working with drawings and animation. And then I stopped because I was working full time as a digital marketer and de developing that skills, like the teaching skills that um, how to create webinars and how to be a leader and how to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> so it was a lot going on and I stopped. But I always consider myself a creative person. Like as an entrepreneur, you always have to come up with good ideas or solutions for people. So I was always trying to to be creative for other people, for help other entrepreneurs who ask for my help too. And then I said, you know what? This year is 2022. It was January. A lot of us decide to start new goals, right? It was after the pandemic and I decided to, to do what I love because if I don't do what I love, um, it doesn't make sense to me right now. I'm 31 years old, so I, I want to do what I love every day. Life is, is long and it's short at the same time because it's uncertain, right? We don't know. And I decided to um, buy a, an iPad again with my savings. I didn't have money to to be in this Web3 space, but I remember that I always was researching. I always say I, I have the antenna up. It means you need to be open-minded, open-minded, and also watching what's going on in the world. So you can see the opportunity before other people. In the case when I was 16 years old, the opportunity was um, online digital marketing because a few people were doing it. Then uh, when the pandemic came, TikTok was brand new. Well, not brand new, but it was kind of new. Not everyone was using it. And I decided to step up and create content for TikTok. And that's how I was able to reach like 30,000 30, subscribers or something like that. And, and then NFTs came up and I was, again, with the, the antenna up and Gary B was one of the first ones to introduce me to this world and he launched BeFriends and back in 2017 I was able to grab one ETH with my savings, that, that was all I had, so I decided to, to buy uh, uh, my first NFT. And that's how I, I start this Web3 journey. And now I'm super convinced and 
and I see the future, I can see the futures now and see how education can shift in the Web3. And I can see how finally artists can be able to show up with with their art as they are. Because before, as I told you, um, sometimes people can hire you and say, you know what, I want a piece of art or a graphic. And then you he- you need to be like under they they are the ideas, right? It's not like a hundred percent your creative side. But now with Web three, we can express ourselves and try to to find a community, a, a people who who likes and follows you, and yeah, you you share your journey as you are, and you don't try to pretend to be any any other person. So that was exciting for me, and that's how I. How I feel, the, um, I don't know, maybe I'm an artist or I consider now myself an artist because I create every day. Um, I, I think good artists create every day and practice every day. And I, I like to call myself now an artist because it reminds me to be humble, to keep learning and to be keep showing up every day. That's why. I really love that. I, I love the fact that um, you took the time to analyze all these things individually and put in the time and the effort to get actual results from it and put your instead of just hearing about it from other influencers excuse me other influencers and stuff you actually put in the time to do your research and you learned about it and you you know you got into it and you got involved and things paid off um you know from saving up to one eve to having thirty thousand followers on tiktok you know those things aren't easy a lot of people talk about it and you hear it a lot but you don't actually have a lot of people executing those things uh you know it, it seems easy but when it comes down to actually having the patience with yourself as well as with whatever it is you're learning like you know if it's a new application tiktok is still like a different language to me like i'll go on it and i'll watch stuff but i'm still like and i know it's probably a lot easier than what it seems as far as editing but i being that i've never been on the application like that and i'm still stuck in the instagram world going on tiktok and looking on how to edit or post or do this and that i'm like i don't understand it i still need to put in that time and effort that's why i haven't even made content for it yet because i feel like i don't properly know how to do it but at the same time i also feel that if you don't actually do it and just start working on something and learn from your mistakes you're really not going to because no matter how many times you watch a youtube video or you read articles or you get a like you look at tutorials and all that stuff it it, i feel like nothing is ever gonna make you feel like you're ready enough until you actually get in it you make a few mistakes you know this button does that you know that this is able to do this type of effect or whatever and then you start learning when's the right time to post on these social media accounts how to grow and build and network individually on these social media accounts and what type of content to make for each account um and for everyone who's listening also um um through uh twitter spaces right now if you look up above you can see that i uh posted uh i mean i pinned some uh tweets on there that have links to all of tatiana's um instagram her youtube as well as her uh twitter 
So be sure to go and show her some love as well as her open sea so you can check out her collection of hippo tails, which I wanted to get into next. Um, what was it that first inspired you and got you to say that you wanted to make an NFT project? And uh, what is it that made you pick hippos? Yeah, that's a great question. Actually, um, I was in this creative workshop going on and then uh, Seth Godin asked for everyone, like you need to create every day. And uh, it wasn't my first rodeo. I'm a super curious person. So when I discovered BeFriends, I decided to see the behind the scenes, like how these NFTs appear, how they mint in these pictures and how everything is like, like how they are doing all this. So it wasn't my first rodeo, to be honest. I was um, starting to drawing like the pandemic was one of the pictures that I I would share it here uh, with you guys so you can see uh, hold on so I created a painting about um, a, a woman um, hugging um, oxygen in Peru we had a, a difficult moment when and I think a lot of, of parts of the world when the pandemic came, it was difficult to find oxygen. We have a lot of breathing problems. And this woman was like sad and watching this oxygen. And I just draw it. I will share it here on Twitter. And it, it means a lot to me. Like when you see someone in in a human way. Um, this is the one. So you can check this out. So I decided to mint that. Not not with the purpose of launch my own collection and my own super mega project by selling one. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to see the behind the scenes, how things work, how to mint, and how it was to work with MetaMask and all the process. So when I was able to know about BeFriends and then know about um, the creative workshop that I was doing and my bad memory, after a week on that workshop, I have like seven drawings and I didn't remember if I was in the day 10 or the day 12. And I knew that in OpenSea, you can see a beautiful and super organized uh, canvas. So you see all your drawings and is with the date and with the serial number and all super organized. And I decided to mint all my epos there in OpenSea just to keep track of my journey, just to keep um, remembering what day I am <laughs> with my drawings. That was my main idea. <laughs> I didn't never imagine to, to to come um, to become uh, an artist or uh, NFT uh, project owner, it, it wasn't my my initial idea. But I just I it, it was just curious to to know the process. I did it. I knew the process, and then I used that platform to show up my work every day, every day, and every day until one day, a friend of mine reached out to me and told me, you know what, I like your what you are doing. I like it. Um, I'm gonna I'm going to buy 
your your first one, your first hippo. And I was like, what? Are you going to pay for my drawings? Are you sure? <laughs> and she was like, I know that this project will will be big. I know that you are a great artist. I like what I'm seeing with your art. And she gave me a lot of confidence. Uh, her name is Luna. Peck uh, knows her. <laughs> and, and yeah, she was my first supporter. And then it was funny because I, I was so happy because I couldn't believe myself. Someone paid for my art. I was repeating that on my head a lot of times. And I was like, really? And I go out and saw my daughter, my husband, and I just gave them a hug. And I was super happy, super happy. It was like the happiest moment of my, of my year. And, and then um, I share on social media that I have a sale with my art. That's so cool. And then a lot of uh, artists in the different communities, especially, uh, they start buying and supporting my art. And, and yeah, so I don't have any uh, pressure to create my hippotales like, I'm going to create this for selling or for marketing this and that. I have a, my hippos are my therapy, are a way for me to express myself, to remind others what is really important in life because we are really overwhelmed uh, with our work, with society, with social media. And we forget to value what is really important. We sometimes are not present enough. Sometimes we feel anxious. Sometimes we are super negative. Sometimes we are, yeah, in general, right? Overwhelmed, but a lot of things. And when you are scrolling down on your social media, my only desire is to bring you a smile and to bring you hope and to bring you something positive and to tell you with a picture that you're watching, that you're beautiful, that you're worth it and that you deserve good things for you. And that connect with other people. I, sometimes when you have a problem, you believe that you are the only one suffering, but no, you are not alone. You have other people who can also feel the same. And that's a way for me to connect with other people. So that's how Hippotel's born. And, and then um, it was super cool because I noticed how other influencers and uh, people in the Web3 space were supporting one-on-one -on -one artists. So I DM, for example, Amber Victoria, and she gave me advice about how to be an artist I joined her Discord, I participate. Also, I'm super close with Mambot. She's an amazing artist and I follow her a lot. And she, as a mom, because she's also a mom, um, gave me my first advice about how to be an artist because I, when you are starting out, sometimes you can feel overwhelmed, especially when you have kids and you don't have too much time to create your work. And she said, it's okay if you don't have too much time, just do what you can do 
And when your kids will be growing up uh, with time, you will have more time to keep exploring maybe animation and more complex things. But for now, just show up with what you have. And it was so magical (laughs) to hear that for me because it gave me a lot of confidence um, uh, to, to keep showing up and feeling that uh, my work is, is, is good enough to, to keep showing up. Um, because you need to self-motivate yourself, especially when you're starting out and you don't have the habit to keep drawing every day and have the time, you know, life sometimes uh, makes you give excuses to not do things. And I try to just show up. It doesn't matter if it's good, it's simple, or it's super complicated work. I just show up. And that's the only reason um, Ipotels is here. And now um, it's natural for me to do networking. And, and I encourage all the artists here who are listening to keep doing that, to keep networking with other people, because it's amazing how... Um, I was able, for example, to talk with Gary V and ask him a question or ask a question to Amber, Victoria, Omambat and other amazing artists around the space uh, like Tim from Vectorbox or Max or Peck. So the, it's, it's amazing this space and how supportive people are with your art. Um, and recently Mambat was, uh, is a collector of Anipoteo so it means a lot for me to, to be able to, to have that reach and that sup- kind of support. And Seneca also, uh, one, one day Seneca uh, was, um, he was like tweeting, I want to buy some one-on-one art and support small artists. And I just saw that person and say, Hey Seneca, this is my work and my project Ipotels, and he decided to buy five. So it was super amazing to have this kind of huge collectors now having your your art. It means a lot for me. That's amazing. That I know that that's that's something that doesn't happen to everybody. Neither a lot of people. It takes a while for things to pick up, but it's also good to be part of communities because you do get a lot of support, especially from a community like V Friends. Um, and I, I a lot of the artists that you mentioned, Mumbot, uh, Vectorbot. Um, all these projects are projects that I'm actually a fan of also my um, as well and that I follow and I, um, I would like to support one day and buy one of their arts. Um, I talk to Tim a lot every now and then. I'm always hitting him up on his Instagram and he's always doing things. And um, I'm just learning from these people. And it's great that you mentioned them because it's people that I follow and that I look at to get experience, knowledge, like from people who are actually doing it in firsthand and who actually don't have a problem sharing their experience and their journey. A lot of people like to try to play the mysterious role of an artist or a creator or so or something like that to try to build up like the suspense, I guess, of owning or like exclusivity of the project or something like that. But I really like when artists such as yourself or such as Mumbot or such as uh, Vectorbot or and, and uh, you know, Chippy's World. Um, there's so many different ones and also like the Lucky Ducks. Um, it's it's creators like that that actually take the time to make content that share their 
process just like you said how you were doing um you know all these different uh designs for like that you were doing whiteboard designs and it was like fast-paced stuff but then you also did other designing things and it's just things that you love doing and you love putting your time into it wasn't something that you felt like it was forced and that led to you you know basically expanding into reaching all these other different aspects of what you can do with being creative and it led you into the nft space and and becoming part of these communities and especially becoming uh being able to talk to a person like gary vaynerchuk also congratulations on that because that's not an easy thing to do and that gives you bragging rights right away as well where you can literally have the opportunity to ask someone who has that experience of having basically his finger in a little bit of everything to the point that he's tasted enough to give you a, a little bit of advice to set you off in the right in the right direction so that you can start learning yourself that's what i like about gary vaynerchuk when it comes to the content that he shares he doesn't do it in a sense where he just gives you all the answers because he doesn't know but he can let you know from his firsthand experience like look this is why i got into this this is why i pay attention to it this is what i learned from it but it's not something that i learned overnight i took the time i went into it i learned why it's it why it's popular why it's important why i think it's something that's beneficial to uh be knowledgeable about or why it's something that people should keep their eye on and it's always something from a learning perspective and it's just like having a friend who just learned something new and when you meet them they're like oh did you know it's like one of those type of things that i really like so all the people that you mentioned are great um for anyone out there also who's looking to look at other content creators and creators in general and artists they have amazing prod uh projects but um also uh give their their you know accounts a follow and check them out because the thing that i like about them they're not just constantly promoting their project but they share what they do and how they do it so it's like you're not just oh you know hurrah for you you're actually getting some information and learning something that's useful at the same time which is very beneficial and i agree with you in the sense of the nft community it's very welcoming it's very supportive um you know so the fact that you mentioned how a lot of people from all these different communities and projects that you are a part of one still keep in contact with you and two are actually supporting you and have your artwork and your uh you know project and collection in their wallet that's a big thing um you know because like i mentioned a lot of people start projects and you know it's not always that it's it's a bad project or a bad idea or anything but just sometimes it takes a while to pick up and i feel like the number one thing that would help people be more successful is like what you mentioned as far as reaching out to people and networking and communicating sharing what you're good at not only by your experiences but by being willing to teach people because that's not easy like i said before it's it's it takes a lot of patience to really have the confidence to say that you know something well enough that you're willing to teach somebody else confidently that if they were to go and share it with someone else or go and do it on their own that they would actually do it the right way and not make a fool of themselves so that's something that doesn't um that that not a lot of people are able to do or would want to do because it's it's takes a lot of time you can't just say you're a professional or something or that you're a person that's in a position to teach somebody if you really don't know what you're talking about so the fact that you're admitting that you actually still learn and that you get you know um 
these compliments from people that you didn't expect is actually something good you keep yourself in that learning mindset and it's like i don't think anyone like that you're, you're never gonna lose you're always gonna keep you know from your experiences of you jumping from one social media platform to another and having the success that you're having like you did on tiktok and now i see that um you started the youtube also which if anyone's interested right now the links are up above also if you want to go and uh subscribe and follow um and how you're doing youtube shorts with all your uh hippo tail stuff which is leading me to the next thing when you started your project what was the main thing that you wanted to focus on as far as putting a project out there because a lot of people are just interested in raising a, a good amount of money or flipping it or just having like a cool logo or something so besides for sending good vibes and having people you know see that they can get these good vibes or memories or anything like that from your collection and your artwork what's something personally that you wanted to achieve creating this project you're super good with questions <laughs> um, i'm going to share a little alpha here too uh, because i think it's important to to just be honest and open um my vision was chief was changing with every t every epotels i was um like when when you create your first drawing it's like it's great your first sevens is like i'm kind of figuring out figuring out how is my style but after your i have like 48 by now you see all your work and you scroll down and you figure it out, hey, I'm doing animated stuff and I'm doing static drawings and it's connecting with people. And I have my uh, daughter, three-year-old daughter, and I, I'm, I'm watching Gen, Gen C and kids and what are they doing and what is, and what is their attention. And I discovered that YouTube shorts are huge now. I discovered that kids' content um, are, is a great opportunity to to keep learning and to keep teaching others. But here's the alpha. So recently, um, as you know, I'm super newbie with my animations. I watch tutorials and create my animations. But I had this this vision. I'm super clear with that, not up about it. I will not um, stop until I, I will see all my vision accomplished because I'm super clear with, with what I'm going to do is Epotels will be a content creator for kids. That's my vision. So every time a kid will be online, will connect with an Epotel and not with words, but with music. But here is my problem, as you can see here. I'm not a musician, <laughs> don't, no, don't have experience with that. So what I did is use, again, my networking abilities, and I was able to, and I have a, a friend from Argentina, she's a singer and a great artist. So we are going to start, start working in the next couple of months it, uh, with the first song for Epotels for kids. So I will keep creating animation and adding the music behind. 
And Ipotels will be a content creator for kids. Not me, but Ipotels. <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense because once I, um, I remember how Gary B was talking about that. He was saying, me, Gary B, the human being, the person, um, gets older with time, right? But not my characters. My characters can live forever. This is a personal brand that I can develop and it can, it, it can live forever on space, like Mickey Mouse, right? Like Walt Disney died, but Mickey Mouse is still alive. So that concept changed, like something in me shift with when, uh, when I saw that. And I decided, you know what? Yes, hippotails can be, because I'm 31, like um, I don't dance, I don't sing. <laughs> How can I connect with, with kids, right? My, my daughter uh, is a beautiful uh, daughter who inspires me, who is always discovering this world. <laughs> and she's super funny. And she's behind Hippotales. Like every time Hippotales is maybe with bubbles or playing in the park, is in reality, is my own daughter. It's a moment that I see in her and I just create it. Like today, she was... <laughs> She was with uh, her dad, and she's starting to talk more. And she said, Daddy, I wanted the TV on. <laughs> and it was super funny with her voice and everything. And I, in, like in my head, I animate the moment. I create the voice. I create the music. <laughs> and I decided to, I don't know how to do it, but I will figure it out. Like, I will create an animation that says something like that. I don't know how yet, but I will try it and not stop until I can see the end result and, and then add in the music. So Ipotels will be a content creator. I love that. I, I love that your family is, is a big inspiration behind what you do and um, that you're thinking like that. Because I'm, I'm 32 years old. I have two kids. And I do that a lot also. A lot of times you don't notice how much time has gone by until those moments that you're sitting there and you're looking at your kids and you start noticing like, wow, you're a lot bigger now. Like, I can't pick you up like before. Or when I lay down, you don't cuddle with me. Or when I see you, you don't run to me no more. But still, it's like it's a different type of love it keeps evolving and it's changing but it's it's not when you really sit there and look at them that you notice how much time is going by and then it makes you realize like okay i'm not young no more i'm getting old like and it's not a bad thing but you start thinking about I, I, not everybody but i i know i do a lot of times also i think about what am i gonna leave behind for my kids my family and for myself like you know what have i done what what can what do I have to show for the amount of time and years spent on earth that I can be like, you know, I did something besides for having kids and having a family. But, you know, you want them to remember you, too, other than just the memories and in photos. You know, you want to do something that's like permanent and that, you know, it doesn't matter about anybody else. But as long as your family and loved ones know that there's something that they can always go to that will be around forever, that they can think about you or remember you or think about a certain time or trigger a memory or do anything nostalgic, I always think is a good thing. So I, I like that that's like how you're looking at like you know the future of it and you're thinking that way because it's me when i make content a lot of times like besides for the podcast what i've been doing on the side is like recording every day 
and me being with my kids and me recording myself and then what i'm planning to do is like i really don't know how i'm gonna do it but i know i have all these videos for the past like three years i've been recording myself since the beginning process of when i used to have a little studio to when i got flooded to when i had to learn this and that and blah 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 and me trying to reach out to people me learning how to record and the more i look at it <clears throat> I have it and what I want to do with it is show it to my kids. So what I do is I basically look at everything that I put online. I don't care if no one looks at it. But what gets me excited is when I put up a vlog on YouTube, my son is always like, oh, when's the new YouTube video coming out? And it gets me excited because, like, to me, in my eyes, I look at it like my kid sees me like one of those popular YouTube kids. I don't care if no one else in the street notices me, but the fact that I, I'm, like, this famous person in my kid's head, it makes me happy. So I, Yes. <laughs> exactly. And so, like, you think of it like I want them, like, anytime I make stuff, I make it in the sense that I, I want to do it for my kids. So I'm always, <clears throat> right now, anything you put on the internet is permanent. It's going to stay there. It's never going to go away. It's just like you mentioned with Gary Vee. He's never going to, he's not going to be around forever, but you can make something that can be solidified, not only on the internet, but like a logo on a shirt or, or a video or a painting or a picture or an NFT or whatever. Like you can make something that can literally live longer than you. And if you do it the right way, it can set off the right emotional triggers for someone to set off a memory and think about you and remember you and have actual meaning. And it doesn't necessarily need to mean the same thing and have the same value to someone else. Because for some person, whatever you make or create or they do or they love could be worth a million gazillion dollars. But being that it has a sentimental value to you and it actually gives you a nostalgic thing and that feeling like listening to an old song it makes you think about being a kid i feel like there's nothing that can top that so the fact that you're putting your emotion and your love into your artwork and you're thinking about your kids like i do the same thing too because i look at it like one day when my kids look me up if i ever become anything out of this or even if i don't i know one day they're gonna go on online and look me up and they hear all oh, that was your your instagram name what was instagram and they they're gonna be able to see all that i want them to see what i did and how i learned things and how i didn't stop and how i was trying and because as much as you want to explain it through a story it's better to have like the pictures and the things to like show them like look this is the first hand experience or look i made this artwork and just by looking at it you you can see like look i had to use this program i had to learn how to design this i didn't know how to make that i didn't know how to and they'll ask you how did you make this shape how did you get that color why did you get and that's what you want not only do you start a conversation but it triggers questions in their heads that it'll make them be like i wonder if i can do that if mommy did that that means i could do it it's in my dna if she did it in a certain amount of time and she was able to do it, I can do it. You know, mommy's older than me, but I'm younger than her. If I start now, I could be just as good as like, it's things like that, that I love to hear when people mention what they're creating in their artwork, because it goes to show that they're actually not just thinking about the money aspect or the popularity of being like this cool artist or creator. But at the same time, it's like, you're doing something that's valuable not only to you, but people that you care about. And that's going to relate to other people, you know, just like listening to a sad song or watching a movie that's emotional or something like that. It always triggers somebody in some way. But I feel like when you're doing it and it's from the heart, it's like cooking, like unless you really like cooking, it's not going to taste good. But when you know a person loves cooking, it doesn't matter, doesn't 
bother them being in the kitchen for hours they make food and you can taste the love that they put into the food like it, it just like it feels better it tastes better and i feel like that's the same thing with your artwork which i really like i like all the colors that you use they're real they're real vibrant they're real like they, they get your attention really good and that's what got me to notice it like i was like and, and the other thing too was like it reminded me of the mumbot um artwork also like with the certain clouds and stuff or the watercolors and that's what i loved about it and again like like I mentioned, like, you know, that's another uh, creative, uh, creator that, and um, artist that's good to follow and get um, some advice from as far as what they share as well. <clears throat> but what I wanted to ask you moving forward, uh, I want to be respectable of everybody's time, uh, everyone's time. And thank you again, everyone who's tuning in right now live in Twitter spaces. For anyone who's listening to this recording, you can go back to Twitter and listen to this on Twitter spaces. If not, this will be live on all of our public playlists on your favorite audio streaming platforms. Um, if you want to check the link on the Clocking Out podcast, uh, Twitter spaces, if you go to the link on the bio, it'll show you all the links for any of uh, your favorite uh, podcast streaming platforms that you want to listen to. Um, but at the same time, <clears throat> what I wanted to let everybody know moving forward, there is a POAP to commemorate this space. Um, if you would like to get that POAP, all you would have to do is send me a DM. Even if you're listening to this recording, you have until my next week Twitter spaces to collect the POAP. You have to send me a DM and make sure that you give Tatiana a follow and share something that you learned about the project Hippo Tales or about Tatiana as a person or a creator. And uh, I will send you a link. So make sure you send me a DM, share some information you learned about the space today, about either the project Hippo Tales or Tatiana as an artist and a creator. And I will send you a link to collect today's POAP commemorating our spaces. Um, Tatiana, before we go anywhere, would you like to share anything else as far as what you're doing with Hippo Tales, anything new that's coming up, um, or any other projects that you're working on or collaborating with that you would like to let our listeners know about? Yes, right now I'm working with a musician for kids, so we are going to be launching a lot of content for for that with music. Uh, we'll be coming the next Ipotel song, and the first I created just the first Ipotel's YouTube channel for that reason. And I will be keep working. And thank you, Laura. Um, she's from our Latina community, and I asked. Uh, everyone if they want to jump and she was like i'm here supporting you how are you laura <laughs> i'm super happy to to be to see you here it means a lot also g also peg rafael ben jefe means a lot thank you everyone and you know um every day i i try to create I try to be present, like like the moment that I share with you uh, that happened with my daughter, right? So my daughter creates content every day for me. I just need to be aware. I just need to be present and, and see the moment and just capture that and create a new hipotels. So that's basically it because I know um, that I, I imagine when she will be growing up, uh, I will say, look this picture, and, and that's you. That idea, you, you inspired that idea. And for uh, her kindergarten, for example, she had a fruit. Uh, um, I, she had to explain about fruits, 
and I create a card, uh, like collectible cards with hippotails there, uh, in there, explaining the fruits to kids. And it was magical because the teacher gave the, the cards and everyone was like happy. Hey, hey, it's an hippo, it's an hippo. And everyone was super happy. And G is another example. G is here. So um, G uh, was in school and I decided to send a hippotail because I know he's a great fan and he's also supporting me all the time. And send, he sent me a, a video celebrating, hey, I'm back from school and I just got an hippotail. <laughs> so G was super cute, uh, that video. And it means a lot. Like every time I see a kid smiling or someone smiling with my work, I'm more than happy. And I will keep doing that as much as I can. And thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, I guess. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in and showing some love and uh, listening to us live. And thank you again, Tatiana, for stopping by and sharing Hippo Tales with us. Um, I really... I can't wait to actually get a piece myself. I'm actually saving up from your project to a lot of other projects that I see um, that are doing great things. I can't wait to hear the music that uh, you and your friend um, come up with and to see, you know, what type of new content Hippo Tales comes out with. I follow you on YouTube. I follow you on Instagram. I follow you here on Twitter. Um, I'm also uh, keeping my eye. I have favorited um, one or two different Hippo Tales on OpenSea as well that I'm keeping my eye on so for anyone else who's interested as well all the links to all of her social media accounts give her a follow first of all but at the same time if you look at any of the pinned tweets up above you can click any of the links to follow her on instagram youtube twitter or check her out on OpenSea, and keep an eye out for the future of hippo tales because it looks like an amazing project it has a great core element of uh you know shedding love positive sharing love positivity as well as supporting education um for young kids and doing uh you know music that i i'm really interested in to see the music that will go along with the hippo tills i feel like it's going to be really great i can't wait for that yes music will be a huge part here and i'm super excited for that and we'll be in spanish uh, i see how uh, groups like even, uh, twice even or bts are super popular and i just watch my my husband and ask why do you like twice and why do you like bts if you only speak spanish don't speak korean <laughs> she said and uh, he said um I, I like how it sounds and that clicked for me and then i uh, listened the same thing with billy eilish when she was singing with rosalia the story behind was um rosalia said to billy uh, I want to create this song in English. And Billie Eilish said, no, why? Like, the Spanish is so beautiful. It sounds beautiful to me. Let's do it in Spanish. And they, they both create a music in Spanish. And I strongly believe that the music in Spanish is so beautiful and will be super worth it to keep creating. So right now, I that's what I, I, I will do. Yes, I strongly believe the same thing. I think music rules the world. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care about money or anything else. I think music rules the world. I think it makes it go round. Without it, I don't think we... 
I feel it's just one of those key elements, you know, and it doesn't only just make that's the only thing that's missing from life is like real life, like theme music or something that just plays whenever there's some dramatic or action type theme stuff going on. But uh, I, I believe that music is, is a very strong component when it comes to connecting people and um, expression. And, you know, that's it's a really good move. You're, you're really smart. Um, I, I love you're smart. You're talented. You have a lot of experience under your belt. Um, you have a lot of bragging rights like i said you do know a lot of creators that you talk to and uh from mumbot to vectorbot to uh talking to uh a gary v and getting advice from him and sharing your project with him and being able to get some real um you know useful information and knowledge from him so you have a, a good amount of experience under your belt for people to take what you're doing seriously and know that you actually have good intentions moving forward so anybody who's looking to invest and be a part of a very good very positive positive and a project that has a very bright future ahead i suggest you give tatiana a follow go check out hippo tales keep your eyes on it i want to thank you guys again for tuning in to another live twitter spaces and listening to clocking out um and thank you tatiana for being a guest i truly appreciate it and thank you everybody for tuning in and all the love and support for sharing all the links please 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 make sure you give tatiana a follow and check her out on all the other social media platforms i love you guys have a great night and uh keep checking out new artists man there's there's new artists every day coming out give them a chance check them out you know see what they're about and and just make sure you do your own research and don't just dive into things um but uh thank you tatiana again is there anything you want to say before we get out of here let's keep showing up let's keep being supportive it with, with one another and we are going to be great so thank you you're a great host by the way <laughs> You have a super talent here, so keep doing it. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And thank you. And I appreciate the time that you've given us. And I appreciate everybody for your time as well for listening. Um, and I'll catch you guys next time. Have a good night. Love y'all. Stay safe. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>